Ellipsis. <laughs> Starface. That's, that's a media term. <laughs> what does it mean? The passage of time in between the scenes, I believe. Ooh. I don't know. Can't I think that's what it is. I'll tell you a word for it. Yep. We're going to start every episode with Liam telling us a different word. <laughs> about, about media to, to prove that we are actually uh, that will, knowledgeable yeah, that will last in this as format. long as this podcast will. So, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this week we we all decided to um, take a break from the living nightmare that is COVID nineteen and watch uh, a happy film called Contagion, which is a living nightmare about not COVID nineteen, but um, what do they call the disease? Does anybody know what they call the disease in it? Watched it today and I have forgot. Um, <laughs> Essentially, it's they, the, yeah, I don't they actually no, it's give got it a code. A standout name. There isn't a broader name like coronavirus. I think they all talk about it very scientifically. Yeah, but there is a code like for the, the genetic M- mutation. HRN1E1 virus yeah. or something. I, it, it, it does give it a label yeah. on the antidote at the end when they put it with uh, the polio and the SARS, SARS vaccine I think yeah. so the, but I think it's just MHE1 or something like that I see well either way um, it's it's a film about a pandemic that quite literally controls society and controls the world um, the way that I see the disease is it's, it's essentially black death uh, they, as soon as somebody gets it there's a one in four chance that they will die so it's the reason why we watch this film is one of just it's, it's pretty popular right now funny fun fact for you all actually um, before COVID-19 this film was the 27th most popular um, whatever studio made this film it's now the second behind Harry Potter so it is now it's the oh. second most popular Bloody film hell. at this this is the second is most famous, uh, well, most watched film That's in, insane. in Warner Brothers. Yeah, and mm. you can probably put all of that down to, to Netflix launching it exactly when the world was gripped by a pandemic. Yeah. Yeah. Clever move. Clever <laughs> move. When I, they make, when they I first make watched DC it. films. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, like all the Nolan movies, everything like Batman, yeah. like insane. Um, but yeah, so um, we'll talk about the film to start with. Uh, and then I think one of the main reasons why we did watch this is because it's interesting to see what they got right and what they got wrong. Uh, as this film came out in what 2011, so a good eight years before COVID even had come into anyone's mind. Yeah. And yeah, we'll chat about what it did right and what it did wrong. But first up, um, did everyone like it? Yeah, yeah, it was pretty good. Uh, yeah, it was okay. It's not my favourite film in the world, but um, it I it was enjoyable to watch. Yeah, I've I've seen it before, and I saw it about seven years ago. So for me, I was in that weird state where you're remembering it as it happens, but you can't remember it before it happens. So it's like you're watching it, and then the second it happens, you go, "Yeah, I've already seen this." So it was very, you know, it's 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 a good film. Uh, I think it's a good film. I don't think it's the most rewatchable film, if that makes sense. <laughs> I, uh, this is my second time of watching it. I watched it at the start of first lockdown because, you know, um, I adhere to what Netflix tells me to watch. And um, <laughs> yes, it sir. is... Yes, tell me what to do, I will watch. Um, <laughs> it is... Yeah, it's definitely not as rewatchable as you'd like it to be, but it is a good film and I was impressed with kind of the accuracy of a lot of it. I, I, it's interesting that you say it's not rewatchable. I've watched this four times since COVID started. I think this is like, I mean, maybe this says a lot about my psyche, but I just put it on and chill. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. No, I genuinely like. I think I think it's incredibly rewatchable. I think it's great because, as I said, like I, I like to go back and I, I think that I've enjoyed is going back and watching it. Going, oh, actually, yeah, that's um, that's a uh, that's interesting how close they got that or how massively wrong they got that. And I think that in terms of, I mean, I'm a big disaster movie fan, and mm-hmm. this is probably one of the few disaster movies that takes itself pretty seriously. Yeah. Um, 
also Steven Soderbergh is one of my top five directors big big fan and one of the big talking points that we'll chat about in a little bit is is the cast as well it's, it's insane Ooh. like there's yeah. some yeah, huge names that that uh, pop up and appear out of nowhere it's, it's yeah. but yeah I think I find it incredibly rewatchable um, let's talk about the cast let's talk about the cast um, so we've got Gwyneth Paltrow who's in it for screen time of about three minutes this has to be her shortest film surely Good. yeah yeah, that's I mean, enough, you see, that's you enough see, for me. Yeah, you yeah, <laughs> you see, you see her in the casino, in the in the kind of flashbacks when they're watching watching the CCTV footage more than you see her actually interact. So it's basically just her taking a, a bunch of photos. Uh, is her yeah. role in this film? Um, <laughs> yeah, she's she's all right. The I tell you, I tell you what, she was good at. The seizure that was that was horrific. That's not very nice to watch. Yeah, like yeah. that looked very real. Um, so yeah, props to her on that. Great seizure. <laughs> <laughs> ten out of ten. Ten out of ten. Great seizure. One of the best seizures <laughs> I've ever seen. Um, yeah. <laughs> Who else stood out to it to, to everyone? Uh, Lawrence is it Lawrence Fishburne? I might be making it. Yeah, he yeah, is. Yeah. I don't know if it's just a personal like of mine that I just found him fantastic in anything he does but I found him a very interesting character very relatable kind of brought human touch to it I just I enjoyed his performance in it even though he wasn't kind of massively in it although I wouldn't say anyone's massively in it there's that many different parts he's definitely one of the leading forces of the film yeah 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 yeah. it's a big ensemble piece though isn't it so yeah yeah, he he comes and goes and there's lots of different stories to keep track of. Um, but yeah, he's, he's good. Yeah. I thought he was good for the main CDC person. And when he's telling that woman that she can call him day or night, cause he assumably has been there and understands what she's doing and it's difficult and that he feels bad for, you know, letting her go in the first place. Uh, I think, I think he's certainly an interesting character. He's he's a flawed character, which I think yeah. is great. Like he's kind of the position of authority, but he does make more than one decision that is quite selfish and yeah. But but he plays it in a way where it's believable. He you know he doesn't become the villain of the piece. He just becomes another human in this story, doing his best. You do you know yeah. what I mean? Um, yeah, yeah. So it's good balance. I think that his his um, the point the point the thing that I didn't like about him is that it's the point that they put across with the kid at the end, like him giving his vaccine away. I was like, Ugh. yeah, like did you do that because you got caught by that guy, or I, I don't know. I feel like that's flawed. But the thing that I really enjoyed was like if you think about what he has to do and what he has to. Um, like as a human being, especially his re- his relationship with Kate Winslet's character, because it's like he you're essentially sending people to their death. Like you know that like you're sending the fr- to front line like manage this disease that you know is really bloody fatal. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, he's just like call me, but I mean, what else can he do? Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. and he just he just has to kind of suck it up and do it, and it's. It's Lawrence Fishburne, in my opinion, is a great cast on that because he does he does emotion in such a strange way. It's like everything's so monotone with him, but then he he kind of he 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 always has like a deep layer of emotion, which is it's still quite gets his yeah, point across. Yeah, still gets it, it, it gets you there, but yeah, it's it's interesting. Um, I think the, the guy who stole the film for me, and he I think he's done this in 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 a number of films is, is Jude Law. Like I love that character. I thought he was great. Like I didn't like his accent. Right, I, think that... I didn't know what his accent was for two thirds of the film. Australian. <laughs> Why did he have an accent? That... I thought he was just British. No, he's Australian. Oh, he's Australian. New Zealand, I thought at Fuck. the end. Oh. I think that's why it doesn't come through as much. Although I didn't look it up, so it could have been Australian. <laughs> I thought he played yeah, the character. Very I thought well. he was British. But yeah, as Carlson, yeah. there was he wasn't. It's probably my prejudice towards him um, as an actor. I've not enjoyed him in other things before. I'm not sure if that influenced my decision on how I felt about him this time. But 
I just, I mean, he played it brilliantly. Like it is, there's in every kind of pandemic, in every kind of crisis, there is someone that does that. And I thought he did play it very well. Uh, but saying that, for some reason, I just didn't enjoy him. I'm trying to think of a film that he's in that I really like him in. And I uh, can't... Fantastic Mr. Ripley. Talented Mr. Ripley. I don't think yeah. I've watched it properly. I've seen snippets. I watched Gattaca recently, and he was all right in that. He was Jude Law. But I tell you, actually, uh, he's Road to Perdition, AI. isn't he? Oh, yeah. an AI. Oh, yeah, he's fantastic in AI. But he's, he's, <laughs> he's, he's like a, a, a killer in Road to Perdition, like a hired killer. And he's, yeah. he's a little psychopathic. He's really good in that. Um, yeah. And yeah, AI. Yeah, I've, I fucking love AI. Um, he, he was... <laughs> he was uh, he was good in this. I, I believed him. He's, you know, the li- little weaselly character that spins everything to benefit himself. And, and and it definitely reflects, depending on who you ask, influencers and YouTube and all this, you know, right wing, it's to label it, sorry, whatever, uh, right wing sort of stuff, hyping people up and, and feeding them kind of, facts in their opinion but you know a lot of the time misinformation um, yeah. and with him you really got to see what was motivating that misinformation and it was fucking money as i imagine most of the time it is uh yeah. it kind of started off with he just wanted to be head hog wanted to be the guy who was right who saw it coming you know oh i was the one who said and then it very quickly turned into i can make a ton of money on this um and then, obviously, for people who haven't seen it, he fakes having the illness, gives himself a miracle drug, shows all his followers that he survived, and um, and yeah, they, they, they there's a company or something that pay like four million for his advice on the drug to to have, which I I, I was a little bit like, I did. Why I is this with random that. company asked this uh, <laughs> blogger? Um, his opinion on what drug is going to be, but it's because he's got an inside. I'm doing lots yeah. of air quotes, which won't necessarily be visible. Um, but <laughs> 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 he's got this insider knowledge, and that's why they go to him. So, so well, he yeah, becomes he, this. He, good. he becomes this kind of figure, doesn't he? I mean, they they, they replicate the dope. They replicate the dope poster. Profit, um, yeah. The, the, with profit and. Because, like, I think I, I assume that's why that company would then go to him. I mean, he's got the he's got the he's got the kind of audience to be able to push a, a as I said, a fake um, cure. Yeah. Quotation. <laughs> um, For me, whether... as, soon, as soon as I saw his hat, though, it just set me off. I don't know what pissed me off so much. He had the hat and he had a tooth. The no, tooth. Yeah. tooth. That tooth. That's not his teeth, right? No. So, no. <laughs> I was just like, that's such a specific and odd choice to do it. That's Is why I thought he was Cockney. Because <laughs> of his teeth. Well, yeah. yeah. No, <laughs> gold tooth for the, the hat. I was like, oh, yeah, Cockney <laughs> geezer, here we go. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's not even like a gold yeah. tooth. It's just, it's just a rotten tooth. It's just yeah. a, it just Man. comes out and it's like but halfway you don't, across yeah. I didn't way. notice it until near halfway in the film or something. Which, I know it's a straight away. Oh, I think, like, oh, yeah, that's, that's probably my attention span. <laughs> There's a few points where you can actually see his real tooth behind it as well. Oh, <laughs> yeah, really? <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, well, that, that's a bad angle. Like, they're, they're kind of, in, in the park scene where he's doing the sale or whatever it is, yeah, they yeah. shoot him from they shoot him from below, and you can just you just see this like this fake tooth, and then like this kind of black plastic line, and then just a brilliantly. Hollywood oh, white tooth, <laughs> like I shining through behind, that. and I was like, "Yeah, he's, pay, he's paid so much money for those veneers that they don't, not, they can't even cover them up." <laughs> Did he get any um, comeuppance in the end? They let him yeah. go because he made bail. What happens after that? It doesn't doesn't say, does it? He's filming. He's filming. I think that's, I think that's the, the kind of truth. Truth of it, isn't it? Yeah, is that the last thing you see yeah. him filming the queue outside the vaccine? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's gonna go on and he's gonna continue doing this stuff. Yeah, as I've just realised many of these people do. Yeah, there's no real yeah. conclusion 
to that story, which I guess might be the point, but also... Yeah. You can pay to get you. out of prison. Yeah, put him in jail. Yeah. Like, give in me America, the satisfaction yeah. of seeing this we- weaselly guy get his comeuppance. But I suppose... Well, I think... I think- I think you've kind of hit hit like a real kind of nail on the head there for just the tone of the entire film. Like I think the the problem with with setting out with making a pandemic based movie is that you either cure everyone or everyone dies. Yeah. And and they they went down the route of well we're going to get a vaccine and we're going to get the vaccine out. And then it's just like well okay, it's done. It's like so, there's no there's no resolution. There's no conclusion. It's just we've 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 dealt with it now. And now we and and they they kind of give you a bit of they they end the movie with you finding out who was patient zero, like you like like oh, by yeah. with the with the whole like we'll talk about that in a little bit. But it, it, it resolves itself in that way. But how much better would the film have been if they never could have got a vaccine and it literally just killed twenty five percent of the earth? Like it was well, planning I feel to like do. They, they were trying to show realism, weren't they? They were trying to show w- yeah. real-world procedures and what would happen if a deadly disease uh, got into the public and it killed, what was it, one? It killed one, one in third. Four. Something? Yeah, I mean, they, they stated... Like, one in four. Maybe not a third. Yeah, yeah one, one in four. four. So a quarter. Yeah. It killed, like, a lot of people. In, in well, actually, you know, I think, I think one in four got it. Who get it. And then uh, within that one in four, there was, I don't know. That's it, yeah. They said the R rate was four or something. Yeah, at some point in the film, I remember them saying, like, millions and millions and millions of people have died. Like, a crazy amount of number. And you're like, oh, fuck, right. <laughs> but, yeah. I mean, you know, a lot of people have died from COVID, but it's nowhere near the numbers they're portraying in this. Probably to dramatize it who knows maybe it could have been worse but i just thought that's a lot of people like the world is changed forever for not having that amount of people (laughs) suddenly like it's crazy but i did like the way they always brought it back and throughout the film there was always people linking it back to the economy and who was going to pay for it and kind of the financial (laughs) implications because i thought that's that's brilliant. Especially they're, in America. Yes, they're highlighting the fact that even though this is killing millions of people, someone still has to be financially kind of responsible for all the mm-hmm. precautions and stuff. And unfortunately, that has clearly come true. And I think they did that bit yeah. very well. I, th- I think even more so in real life that that's what the conversation has been. It's been about money so much, the economy and surviving through that. I mean, I think there are plenty of instances in this film where I was watching it and I was like, we actually handled it worse. We we yeah. reacted yeah. more with more like volatile response than the people in this film have. Although I do then remember that the film is only within, majority of the film is within like a month. Um, and I had to keep reminding myself of that because every time it jumped forward a bit, I was like, so what? It's been like two months because I'm kind of comparing it to what we're yeah. going through. But actually, I think it's like five million people died within like 28 days or something. Of, oh, uh, right. yeah, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. And so then, we'll, it, we'll, then we'll, it jumps to the vaccine. Well, well, let's talk about like the relationship between it and what we're going through now then. So like, just to kind of, just to quickly kind of lay some some quick facts down of the of, of the differences that I kind of straight out the back is that clearly the disease is is more dangerous like like it's it's, it's straight off the bat it's, it's a much more dangerous disease and the R rate of is higher again we'll talk about how well they well how how well Kate Winslet describes the R rate compared to every single government yeah. in the world right now <laughs> why they didn't just play that video clip <laughs> yeah, yeah. during all these meetings because i was i watched it i was like oh that makes sense <laughs> but yeah uh, <laughs> but yeah so the r8 the r8's like double what what covid has it's a much more dangerous um disease um but outside of that let's kind of go through as uh, as it goes the differences so the first thing that i noticed is obviously as you just said it explodes like loads quicker like covid was what like t- three months in china before two months in china before we even 
had it anywhere else. Like yeah. uh, before, so there was any registered Italy and then registered cases, kind of. Yeah. But yeah, certainly there's a less documented kind of explosion and sudden onset of it. Um, so whether that they're trying to portray it's more kind of transferable in the film or whether they just it's a dramatized version of how an airborne disease would be transmitted yeah and if there's one thing that we have to i think you have to take your hats off to the filmmakers like the way for that first third of the film the first quarter first third of the film where it is kind of like they're kind of discussing they're trying to figure out how quickly it's going to spread how well they capture the ways a human can transmit a disease. Yeah. Like, the way that Steven Soderbergh matched, yeah. it's incredible. Like, the way he followed, like, for example, like the, f- the few things that I kind of, like, kind of noted down was the scene where Matt Damon goes to pick up his, his kid from school. Yeah. <laughs> like, and you're just like, well, they've all got it now. Because, like, yeah. the things yeah. he touches, like, the door handles and everything, you're just like, well, the, the whole school's got it now. And then you then the bus as well, like the bus, is, and she's like, "Don't don't go near anywhere," and he just yeah, coughs. Yeah. <laughs> like, he, no. he seemed he seemed to do this this thing that the, the the director or editor or whatever else you want to call it, um, where at the point that someone transmitted it to another person or to a surface or to anything else, it almost like froze for a, for a frame. yeah, lingered for like a little it minute. just gave you that little moment where it went. There you go. That's when it happens. Boom. That's when it transfers from hand to handle. That's when that cough hits someone in the face and they get it. You know, it, 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 it maybe I'm making it up, but it seemed to literally freeze just for a, a second to really iterate that this is the point where it gets passed on. I agree with that. And it's something I wasn't sure I liked. Um, oh, really? Yeah, I, I just felt... Was it dumbing it down too much? Was it kind of simplifying it to suggest, oh, but it worked. It did show that's how it was transmitted, but I don't know. Yeah, I just don't know whether I enjoyed that way of doing it. I just thought it was a bit obvious, maybe. I don't it's know. Really, it's really anything. funny you say dumbing it down yeah. because in that R, in that R rate, uh, R number conversation, I went... Mm, a lot of the exposition in this film isn't necessary anymore because yeah. we're all much more clued up yeah. on how this stuff works. So when she was explaining everything to this woman who works within the same company as her, I was just like, well, they're fucking idiots. Even even I understand what this is. You know what I mean? Like, even <laughs> yeah. I understand how this works now. So I think the d- the dumbing down sometimes is more about... 10 years ago, we wouldn't necessarily have had the information that we do right now living through this sort of similar event. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I agree. It's um, back then, it's something that hasn't really affected anyone. So it is probably quite necessary then to explain and show how it would be done. But yeah, for me, just probably because of this year um, and with work and stuff, it just felt quite simplified and over obvious yeah but But there's but the problem is people still some people still don't think like that right and that's why we're getting surges and it's spreading again is because people don't think about surfaces and don't think about wearing gloves or masks or sanitizing (laughs) but then if the idiot is the normal person in a in a theater watching a film then the film, unfortunately, has to pander to the general yeah. audience. Yeah. <clears throat> so, yeah. 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 It's a very good point. It's, um, yeah. It's just... I think as well, like, you have to remember it's a disaster movie. And, like, a disaster, like as far as disaster movies go, this is probably one of the more intellectual kind of based ones. It, it is in the, oh, sure. like, the least amount of dumbing down, I think. And, and, and as I, I agree, I think that... It does show quite clearly and, and very regularly. But I, I, like like what Liam said, I wonder how much that actually has down to your work, Luke, with you being a nurse. Like, I wonder if that, because you really do know that stuff more than we do. Yeah. Like, you, you, you're, con- like, even before the pandemic, I'm pretty sure you were having to 
sanitize and <laughs> like wear masks and stuff like no he didn't yeah. he refused so, he never did he refused just had shit on his hands didn't even shower his nurse slept in my uniform weak solid um no so before to be honest yeah this year has taught me a lot about kind of infection control like we have a general understanding but the fact of working in a hospital the rapid development the rapid kind of understanding this country's gone through the changes in it and like ppe and stuff i know in kind of asian countries mask wearing is more of a normal thing um and i can't remember if one of you guys told me it's more to do with instead of blocking fumes out from walking around it's if people feel unwell they'll put a mask on to protect others it's more courtesy Yeah. yeah which for me is an amazing kind of thing to do i think such a sensible um, conscientious thing to do something that had never happened in this country um, because you know you're taking away their rights to breathe um, so yeah I just think this year has maybe it's ruined this film slightly for me because it has been life my life for a kind of a year and I don't know whether yeah, that yeah. has somewhat taken away the intrigue of it because you watch films to escape reality sometimes Um but yeah, like I say, it's um, I thought everything they did kind of from a healthcare point of view, although the one problem I had, the dramatic mask running scene where he gets off the bus and she's fucking <laughs> sprinting down a road with a mask held at his face. I just thought, yeah. come on now, come on. He's, he's spread yeah. it to everyone there. Don't yeah. lunge at his face. Like stop He's the bus. Dying. Yeah. <laughs> stop the bus. Don't say yeah. like right, get off the bus. Say, okay, you need to get that whole bus to stop and explain like yeah, I thought, they're I all thought infected well. and they're all probably yeah. gonna pass it on or die. So That would yeah. be a more yeah. effective it's, it's, quarantine than yeah, yeah, get off, infect the people at the bus stop and let that bus just go and drop people off around yeah, the city. Yeah. All over <laughs> town. Yeah. Yeah. I I think Matt Damon's character was the most interesting to watch as a person um, getting used to or understanding how a disease spread. Mm-hmm. When he suddenly, when he suddenly to his daughter, put that down, take this hand sanitizer, rub it in as you know as as evenly and hard as you can until it you know disappears. He is actively thinking about it. And I thought he was the best representation for a normal person yeah. trying to get used to showed that learning um, curve, those kind of things. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think because he was immune, but also because he had still been deeply affected by it because he lost his wife yes, and his, and his young child to it. He was taking it very seriously, but because he's immune, he's also kind of an audience to it. He's watching it happen, yeah. so yeah. he instantly becomes the most relatable character for us because he's the one you can relate to the most and this mm-hmm. and the scene where he f- gets told that his wife has died and his response yeah. in the hospital is really good uh, like it's yeah. it's it's really upsetting the, the way that at first he just can't compute it he just can't even understand that she's dead um i will say though that that doctor was an asshole. Yes, the 100%. fact that he it, 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 within a minute he went from your wife's dead to it might have been herpes, well, and it was just like out. shit. That was really insensitive. <laughs> that was really insensitive. And then, and then when and then when Matt Damon gets a bit arsed with him, he's like, "Whoa, grief counselors." Yeah, yeah. There's people <laughs> so, in this building well, this that do that job. job. Not, yeah, yeah. yeah. No. <laughs> I'm gonna go see if your wife had herpes. Yeah. So <laughs> I, would, I would love for him to be in the room. I would love for him to be in the room later on when he finds out that she's been cheating. And he goes, yeah, yeah. herpes. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Can we all just agree? That's what you get if you cheat on Matt Damon, though. You get dead. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you get dead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he seemed lovely as well. Yeah. Exactly. He did. He it's... was. He was the stepdad to that yes. kid as well. So I'm guessing yeah. the person the daughter... she saw was their dad. No, I don't think it's. Her, no, uh, they said it was a previous relationship. She dated. She dated him before they got married. It might have been the dad of the son the who died. Yeah, that's why. I, I don't think it oh. would have been, they would have made a bigger point of that. Sure. Okay, that's why. Because he also it. died. Well, the daughter I, was I felt, the daughter was his though. Yeah, I, daughter, I felt like yeah. 
his child. I thought that they, they were both his child, but he, the, the, the daughter was from another marriage. I no, think, uh, he, he does specify that the son is his stepson. Step, yeah. stepson. Uh, okay. Well, he doesn't say who the dad is, to be fair. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Who gives a shit? Fuck him. <laughs> Ain't blood. But, um, <laughs> I don't really know him, but for years. So. Yeah, who cares? Yeah. But just going back to the medical point of view, um, breaking yeah. news like that is yeah. wildly terrible. Like, yeah. the way yeah. he did it, and I know they probably did it to just show... Like a shock Aren't culture, doctors maybe. Knobheads. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, let's not. <laughs> Once again, it's America. You can't disagree with all. That's they're not all of them, but um, yeah, it's it, just, it was um, it was an interesting way to show it, and um, yeah. but yeah, the herpes comment was it made me laugh, um, <laughs> just because you know I'm so sorry. Uh, she might have been slagging about. She's yeah. probably. Uh, I think I saw her. The other day with someone else. She's got herpes. Yeah. I've told you, you know, she gave it to me. Uh, so. I don't want you to alarm you, but she's probably riddled. <laughs> <laughs> you, do, you want to give you a, do you want to go for a check now? We'll, we'll just see if you have it as well. <laughs> Is your penis falling off yet? Because, woo! Yeah. How's the, the warts the, going? One of the other things I thought was most interesting is when he specifically names it social distancing. Yeah. Mm. He specifically yeah. says that phrase. So, is that just a phrase that's in the in that it's kind of industry? Been around, I guess. That's been around for ages. The whole that film they just employ from... for you know the SARS pandemic that they talk about as well in the film. The, the, the whole film just reminded me of that Leonardo DiCaprio meme where he's like, "It's me." I just, I just felt like I was sat again. I know, I know what they're talking about. I know what they're talking about. <laughs> so let's quickly talk about some of the other things they got horrifically right. Um, one of the things that I thought was really interesting, and for two reasons, the ice rink section, um, where she's like, I need, she need, basically needs somewhere to put patients. Uh, they got it right half and half in two different ways in the sense that when I first saw it I was like oh that's clever because I don't know if you guys saw the news but when the pandemic first hit the UK there was a lot of talk about how we needed essentially mass morgues and they actually had pre-booked out all of the ice arena they'd already, they'd already started to prepare the ice arena in Nottingham to be able to essentially be a mass place to keep bodies because it's um, cold because it's cold, yeah. Because it's, it's, Jesus. it's, it's, it's a layer of ice. That's so um, weird to think about. So I was like, oh, it's clever how they're doing that as well in this, like, the film. They're going, right, okay, well. But then actually they use them as, um, they use it as a hospital. So it's kind of similar to the fact that they, in like in real life, we have a Nightingale hospital, is that what they're called? They, 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 they pop up. Which they uh, said in the film yeah. as well. They made Nightingale hospitals in the film. Well. I don't I don't oh, know if they were they? called Nightingale right. Hospitals. I didn't hear that for it. Were they? Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah, yeah, thinking yeah. the it's government cool. may have got quite a lot of their um, planning from this film. <laughs> Do you well, think I the... think I think it's a term, isn't it? That's what a Nightingale hospital is. It's for I assume yeah. it is, yeah, because you know it's for separation. Because Lawrence Fishbourne talks about that, isn't it? We're putting sick people next to healthy people in hospitals. Yeah. And they're just becoming sick. So yeah. I think a Nightingale hospital is probably just a thing for this kind of situation. I, I assume it means like a pop-up hospital. I think. Possibly due to the I, nature in which she worked. I assume it's named yeah, after yeah, yeah. what's the face? Yeah, Florence, yeah like, kind of like a pop-up kind of field hospital where large volumes yeah. of people can be treated. I don't know the actual definition, which is probably quite for, bad. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know I that for a fact. For the, I think it's for the specific separation, though. I think that's why you would do that. So you don't... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, <laughs> The... Oh, I was just... Uh, I looked at my notes a second ago, uh, just on the death scene. Um, that nanny, when she gets... When he, Matt Damon gets the phone call on the way back from the hospital, oh, she is fucking useless. I would give her a terrible yeah. reference. I, he yeah, he yeah, felt yeah. unwell. <laughs> I don't know what's up with him. He's dead. If you can't see, that kid is dead. <laughs> I sent him to bed. Yeah. He's not breathing. <laughs> He's vomited and had a seizure. I just called you. I, yeah. um, I just I tucked him in. I thought that'd help. Yeah. 
is she she put him in bed and then left him and then Matt Damon came back to the house like bear in mind that's a long journey back like you assume yeah, that's yeah. A, there's a hell of a journey back 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 home he gets to the house and then then he she, he opens the door and she goes oh my god is he dead like she hasn't she hasn't checked on him since yeah. since she called Matt Damon and he's like oh by the way I've sent I've sent, I've sent him to bed because he he was foaming at the mouth <laughs> yeah. I had to drag him up the stairs he really didn't want to go he just kept thrashing everywhere um. <laughs> also, that ambulance response was slow. Like Matt Damon beat the ambulance back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh right, yeah, yeah, true, actually. <laughs> yeah. Like, why? Why didn't he just? What? Because he got the call when he was at the. Oh no, he got the call whilst he was in the yeah. cat home, I suppose. Um, yeah. Um, but another thing that they got. Another thing that they got right that is. Uh, as I mean, you have to take it a little bit of a pinch of salt. Is obviously the. Um, the panic buying, which was also kind of looting, which I feel like you can understand if it if in a month that many people are started yes. kind of going to tits within yes. a month, you kind of understand it. Um, only thing that they didn't get right is that the toilet paper is still yeah. on shelves. Yeah, I noticed that. Yeah. <laughs> so clearly, the Americans did not get the memo. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> toilet paper got to be the first thing. I also loved that when they're in the shop, the the woman who's looting just coughs at him and then goes, "Help me." <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but she hasn't come across a single other person that she would ask no. for help. But as soon as Matt Damon shows up at a supermarket, she's like, "This is it. I'm done. I'm done doing it for myself. I need help." Now. Like, yeah, with her basket full of yeah. stuff. Yeah. <laughs> um, also, I put so there's a lot of stuff about COVID and people that do die of COVID. There, there's a lot of people online that say COVID isn't real and stuff, saying, "Oh, um, they've died from something else." Do you think that guy that walked into the street and got hit by the van would be classified as dying from that? Or would he be classified as dying by the van? I'm just throwing it in there just because I think it's a interest. I don't even remember that. Oh. Who gets hit oh, by it's the like van? One... The waiter. Yeah. Mullard. Um, one of like the first 10 people. To be fair, casino. I didn't see that he died. But from the impact and the way he flew... Um, <laughs> I mean, his mum had the ashes. Ah, yeah, he's, that he's probably... That wasn't that. That wasn't, that wasn't, wasn't the ashes. That's just the organ, mate, then. Yeah. <laughs> he just popped on the van. She just swept him into a pot. Um, That's all that oh, was Oh, yeah, there. then he might be dead. Yeah, it might com- that might confirm yeah. he's dead. But I just thought... And she died on the bus, which I thought was... Did she get the disease from the ashes? Must have. No, she she sees him. He he goes home and oh, is yes, feeling unwell. Oh yeah, no, sorry, yeah. Um, I also don't believe that all these very sick people would go to work. On my record of, <laughs> of how sick I have to be to not go <laughs> yeah, to work is not I very sick at all. I don't think that's a very good market for this country. People are like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But a lot of these people are like dying and they're like, oh God, I'll just get through the bus journey. Even though they're like covered in <laughs> flop sweat and like shaking. I'm like, fucking go over. Uh, I just Jesus think Christ. they probably don't get paid if they don't turn up to work and they're probably uh, in... Yeah. That's why I've been to work before. Well, dangerously ill. Even then, I I <laughs> thought the money wasn't worth it for that slight morning headache that went by <laughs> the end of the phone call where I said I couldn't go to work. Yes. <laughs> Unfortunately, the, you know the rent is due in five days, and I need the paycheck. Yeah. yeah. That's the, that's also, the why would? Too. And then when you know Chinese, they I would imagine. It's a very common Yeah, yeah the work, work ethic, ethic there, there I suppose, be... is better than mine. Well, yeah, you sure. don't downsell yourself, you know. You know, it's, There's never <laughs> been a study. Um, but um, also, the cleaning lady on the bus, was that just a random woman that walked on in, like, marigolds? Or was that someone that cleans the buses? Yeah, she was wearing a whole <laughs> yeah. detective gear. I just wondered yeah. where she'd come from, because she didn't look like the driver. Um Unless she was, unless that she was called, but they made no, no I, effort to I show she, that. Yeah. So unless she's from the hospital and they and they've already caught, they already know she's there. She's dead. She <laughs> they have to finish to the route. So they've called someone. <laughs> yeah. Like, Come on. Got yeah. Oi, love, get off. I'll work too. <laughs> <laughs> I got to go back home. Fuck you. 
This is the Chinese. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got a bloody job to do. Go right, go and watch darts later. Same accent as Jude Law. Jude Law's accent. Jude Law was the Chinese bus driver. If you look at the credits, it says... Jude Law played every character in this film. Fair enough to it. Fair enough to it. I'll take that back on it. You didn't join You couldn't tell. He's fucking brilliant. <laughs> he, he, he also plays the bat in the pig <laughs> <laughs> he went full method acting for that he spent three months in a cave just with bats I tell you yeah. I tell you what though that end bit I think is one of the best parts of the film yeah. that little so that the, little montage where it shows yeah. how it got from bat to pig to food market all the way up to the guy wiping his yeah. hands down which part of me goes like, oh, all these people in these professional jobs just not doing their jobs. All he needs to do is why was he fingering the pig um, mouth? That's the question. But he then gives it to <laughs> her. Like he's got, What's he's got, question? he's got a finger what? fully in the pig's mouth. Uh, I don't yeah. prep <laughs> full pigs very often. I just thought it was quite a weird thing to be doing. Um, Oh, he he fingers yeah, that mouth. I, like he goes in. Like he's yeah. Like, I just wondered <laughs> if there was any any of you understood why he was doing that. Um, it didn't look like he was putting something. No, in food, but he could have been. He like, just looked like he. I like to think that he had he, he just had an itch on his finger. <laughs> he was like yeah yeah, <laughs> just scratching away. Oh yeah. No, I couldn't really figure it out. From a logical sense, because he could have been doing anything. Fetish shit. They just married just... it. Like I don't know. Chop it up. Just chop it up. I don't know. But I guess then, if he was chopping it and he had blood on his hands, that would give more of a reason for wash. Him to yeah, wash yeah. his hands. He needs to do something so minimal that he's not even thought about it. Yeah. Um, although I'm finger in a pig's mouth would sure plenty of people stick out in my day. But yeah, it, it it did feel incredibly real though. It did feel like, oh, so that's how COVID... Because I mean, they got the bat right. Like, we don't know where, where it came from that point onwards, but we know that the origin is most likely from a bat. And you just go, okay, oh, yeah, there you go. That's that's how. Bat, battery farming and... and uh, I think that shows they did their research because whenever you watch documentaries about diseases, they talk about bats a lot, don't they? They talk about them in these wild areas um, close to these factory farms and they live in such horrible, you know, they live how, how the animal lives, but it's a festival for mutations uh, in diseases. So you put that towards factory farming. I mean, God, yeah, it's going yeah. to happen. Yeah. And people, I think they have been preparing for that for a while. Well, I mean, some, well, how, some people have. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how SARS started. Because this is a type of SARS as well, isn't it? COVID yeah. Is a type of it's, yeah. yeah, it's all the same. Type of SARS, so I don't it's, know how that one started. Yeah. I think they did their research, and this is what CDC and WHO, they monitor these kind of things all the time. It just so happened that COVID turned, COVID-19 turned turned out to be more deadly than a disease they've been tracking. Yeah, untransferable. Yeah. Yeah, I think. I mean, I th- I think I saw on a documentary that they they said that they think they identified an early version of COVID nineteen in a bat, but whilst it was in the bat, it wasn't a threat. It's only when it then evolved when it was transferred to whatever creature they say it, is it a pangolin or something that is the main kind of guess that they have at it. Um, but yeah, I. It's only when it evolved to that that it then cross-referenced and became what it is today. Um, but what I did did also really like about that montage that they showed that it's also it's it's like it's the environmental effect. So it's mm-hmm. the reason the bats move is because the trees that they are living in are knocked down, yeah, yeah. and then the bats moved somewhere else to a more you know as society expands the bats. I suppose they don't move. They stay where they are, stay in uh, an area where humans are living, where they're farming pigs, and then that's how it all kind of happens. And, and you know, it, it was the same at 
beginning of agriculture, when agriculture was first thought of and humans started banding together rather than being in these, you know, sporadic little tribes, once they started to band together, that's that's when these kind of illnesses and diseases started to sweep through society when everyone was just on top of each other. So battery farming and all that stuff, like, yeah, it's it's just a recipe for disaster. And it's kind of mad that it took this long for it to happen. Yeah. yeah. It's interesting as well because one of the things that I noticed in the film is that the truck that bulldozes the tree is the same – has the logo of the same company that Gwyneth Paltrow yeah, works Yeah, that's with. what I... Yeah, yeah. yeah. it was. Yeah. Uh, it was really yeah. clever. Really nice little touch that it was almost like, uh, as you said, like nature kind of going, well, fuck you. <laughs> yeah. And giving it straight back to the person that's, that, that, that's causing the destruction. Um, but yeah, no, it's... It, it really, I mean, yeah, it doesn't... There's, there's plenty of articles out there that'll tell you, oh, if we don't stop doing the things we're doing... There's going to be more of them, but it's also kind of creepy yeah. that it was. It's literally been a hundred years since the last pandemic, yes. like the it's major pandemic. I mean, we have. I can't say that's yeah. the last pandemic because, like, the AIDS pandemic and obviously like SARS, not necessarily to the pandemic scale, but still there was some, some pretty high numbers in places. Um, the but first yeah. one that hurt white people. Yeah, that's unfortunately that's why it's in our news so much. It's yeah, it's when it leaks into Western culture. Yeah, yeah. then it's yeah, it makes more mainstream news all the time. The one of the things that one of the last things I want to talk about, then if anyone else has any other points, but one of the things I really really loved and I thought was so they 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 really hit the nail on the head yet again in this film is that when when the the doctor who injects herself, uh, the, the person who, who creates the vaccine almost, um, she uh, gets a call from the the government, like one of those classic suit, Brian Cranston kind of people that, that are in it. And they're saying, is there a way we can put it in the water supply? And she just sighs and hangs up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, that, that was exactly the same as that woman who was sat there when, 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 when Donald Trump was like, can we put the disinfectants in our skin? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, scientists are always going to be so pissed off with politicians. I love it. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, is, there, is there anything else that anyone wants to talk about? It's, but it's, it's like you say, it's, it's that type of ego that only characters like Trump have. Yeah that go, I probably have the answer to this and nobody else has thought of it because I'm so fucking clever. Um, you know, inject bleach into my veins. That, that'll that do it. And, yeah, the scientists <laughs> who it. have spent their, their lives working to be the respected, you know, intelligent individuals that they are just go, for fuck's sake. Yes. <laughs> well, it's happened in all yeah. countries. You look at it, all the scientists go, we should probably do this now. And the governments go, mm, yeah, but I think we should wait a month just to see what really happens. Yeah. I shook everyone's hand in that I'm a prick. Bloody bullshit if you ask me. <laughs> My hair will protect me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sounds nothing like him, but exactly no. like bad him. impressions yeah. all around, but yeah. That's all I ever hear from. <laughs> <laughs> so to conclude they got it pretty bloody right um yeah. the people are as stupid if not more stupid than that film actually make out to be um apparently everyone in america's a murderer <laughs> or is into looting as, to this film which waiting for the opportunity yeah <laughs> turns out it's pretty right <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah no i mean it, it's it's not the best film in the world, like it's and it's not good. It's not something to sit down and, and and watch on a Sunday morning to cheer you up and be ready for the week. But I, in terms of disaster movies, like it's really well shot. It's a beautiful film. Yes. Like the way it's presented, the format's great. I I, I love the the, the, the the kind of pacing and the format and the flow of it all. But at the end of the day, I think, I think for me, the, the biggest flaw in it is that it's boring to cure a pandemic. <laughs> yes, yeah. almost. Yes, yeah. And it, it was the just only like, reason it's interesting now is because we live through it. Yeah, you know, yeah. kind of. Um, yeah, yeah. It definitely helps that Steven Soderbergh directed this, and therefore yeah. it looked pretty, and the pace was there. Yeah, and stuff. The and, cast as well. You know, that the kind of stuff. 
the, well, the yeah. fact that it that. was because obviously he's known for having an ensemble. Yeah, cast. yeah, they would have come yeah. for him. Like the fact that they all put in the, good performances. The love actually of disaster films. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's a good way of looking. Well, the Ocean's Eleven would probably be more. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if any Brad Pitt was in this as well. Just just yeah. hustling. Just hustling everyone. <laughs> yeah. Just hustles the disease. Like <laughs> tricks it tricks it out of him. Tricks in it, like yeah. a weird backwards montage at the end that's <laughs> happening in real time but not actually happening and then it turns out it was all a trick. Yeah, yeah. So is that how we make this film Rap better? It. We, we 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 do it in the style of Ocean's yeah. Eleven, and they they yeah. they con they con the con, <laughs> and they do, they do a long con on a on a disease. <laughs> you know what I just thought as well, Marion Marion Cochlard's character who was with the village that she got kidnapped. Yeah, yeah. it never resolves that. Um, they all got given because they get placebos. So and then she and leaves she... to go back to the village, and that's the end yeah. of it. Well. She storms off though, doesn't she? she to go did. back to the village, maybe? Yeah, that's yeah. that's what I mean, but that's it. It doesn't explicitly say that's what she's no, doing. No, but that's what but I think that's the whole the whole point of this film, isn't it? You know, you're left with these uh ambiguous endings because that's more yeah. real. It doesn't tie anything off neatly, really. It's all it's, there's still a lot of uncertainty yeah. and a lot of kind of what happens Apart next. From Matt Damon, which I appreciated. That was the. If you're gonna end one storyline, he deserved it, and him and his daughter. Yeah. Like, how real is his daughter going? It's been bloody. It's been fucking eleven months or whatever. When am I gonna get my life back? When am I gonna get laid? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, that Andrew guy. Jesus Christ! Calm down. <laughs> <laughs> I'm at that door. I'm at that door. Yeah. <laughs> Thirsty boy. <laughs> Yeah. Right. Okay. Who wants to do next week? Cal, Luke. I think Luke's desperate to do. Please. Well, desperate would be the wrong phrase. Interested to see your opinion on what has to be one of the most cinematically fantastic films. I'd quite like to see. Uh, it, yeah. So. It's um. There'll be a lot of talking points. I'm happy to um put that forward as the next film and run with that because. <laughs> oh boy, is there some talking points? I'm dreading. <laughs> I just can't. I, already, we're a whole week to watch it and nothing to fucking do. I'm already like, I can't be asked to watch this fucking film. Yeah, this will be my second time of watching it, and I'm. Whew, whew. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, the fact that you would have watched this <laughs> twice is more embarrassing than anything. <laughs> I will let you know now. I might well, have anyway. a slight roadman voice when I um when I'm reviewing it. Good. I'm sure that'll be very uh, sensitive yeah. and uh, appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll figure out what we're going to watch um, anyway. Hopefully, we'll get something out relatively soon. Um, but yeah, thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, if anybody is listening, who knows? We are. I'll, I'll, listen. Listen. Yeah, yeah. I'll listen. I'll listen. Pump those numbers up. Thanks for listening. <laughs> thanks for listening, Liam. I hope you enjoy the show. And, uh, it was and yeah, right. we'll see you soon. Yeah. <laughs> Cheers. Bye. 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 Bye.